0: Hello and welcome to the Six Months to Six Figures series of the W Freelancing podcast. I'm your host, Zach Swinehart, and in this series, you will follow Maya, in this case, hello, Maya, as I coach them from early stages of freelancing to earning a six-figure annual income. So broken down, $100,000 a year is $8,333 a month. So my challenge with this series is to see how quickly I can get somebody earning that eighty-three thirty-three dollars a month with the goal being to get them there within six months. It's gonna be pretty freaking easy with Maya since her last episode she had a 9K month, but not really because it was mostly deposits for several months. But nonetheless, so we're working on. Uh, so in this series, I connect with Maya every week or two, and it'll basically follow the same format as a one-on-one coaching session within the DYF accelerator community, except with you know some tweaks since it's like public and you're following along. So if you find yourself listening and thinking to yourself, oh, I wish I could get coaching like this from Zach, know that you totally can. And you can learn more at dyf.link slash community. So let's dive into the interview. Maya, I hear you've got some exciting updates for me. So let's first yeah. check in before the updates. Let's check in on the homework. So before this recording, Maya was telling me that you said something like you either did a, what was your verbiage? You either did some divine pivot or like a terrible <laughs> thing. What I don't know what you said.
1: I said, and in your language, I said, I, I either completely mu- completed my homework or I pursued a huge kryptonite. So let's see okay. what happens.
0: <laughs> All right. So what what was the homework? I don't even remember it. I got to pull up the notes. Do you have oh, it in I you?
1: Yeah, yeah, I okay. have it in my mind. So what was the homework? Um, my homework was I had my playbook clients, which is my new two-week service, Express two-week content strategy st- uh, service. I had three or four clients that finished that service and I felt that they wanted to keep working with me. And I was asking you how to um, upsell them or downsell them, but like continue working with them. So what I wanted to do and what your idea was, was to create this 90 day plan, this roadmap, reverse engineer it, pitch it to them. And then I came up with a productized way to do this, which is a membership model. And that is why this playground thing exists and it's the sales page of the membership and it's not a membership okay. it's just the reti- like it's retainer it's just a retainer model made into a membership so it sounds better than a retainer and also mm. yeah okay
0: so we quickly paused i double checked my notes because i thought there was something i was missing so we're talking about this upsell thing the thing i was remembering is that you had this one client whom we were calling anna and mm-hmm. I was like kind of posing this thing of like, what does it take to get her nurtured to getting her first um, it's like I think it's a sponsorship, basically, that would then, yeah, a partnership, getting her the first partnership that'd be worth five hundred to two thousand dollars. And uh, you had said you thought you could get her there within a month. And I was kind of saying, oh, what if you did performance based or something and you weren't really down for that? So this thing you're about to show me, the sales page of this uh, hidden page that you sent me like uh, this kind of continuity program thing you're thinking of, does it serve that goal of nurturing them ASAP to becoming the like the customer with money or what's its function in the process?
1: That is its function. But in the process of doing this, I realized Anna is not a qualified client that I want to work with in like, mm. she is not my dream client. I don't want to, that's not my niche audience. And I think I just got excited because I was in a call mm. and right after we had a call, but for me, with gold realizing, yes, amazing client. I would love for her to continue working with her. But this specific project, this like you know podcast or broadcast thing that I want to do with one like ideal client, um, it's not her. She like I want okay. to find someone that I say, okay, this is really like a gunpowder student type situation, you know. Mm.
0: Okay. So, as I pull up this page, you're about to have me look at. What, what lens do you want me looking at it from? And do you want critical feedback or do you want me to only say it looks awesome and give you positive feedback? Like, what are you looking for before? I want to set my own tone so I don't yeah. mess up, um,
1: I want, up. I want to think of the common uh, good. So I want you to like really give me critical feedback. Tell me if I'm um, just overdoing it. Like, just, just so you know, I build this in three hours. Like, I build pretty fast on Webflow. So it didn't take me a crazy amount. And I calculated how many how many hours it would take me to build the whole thing with the resources and library and everything, and it wouldn't be more than 12 hours because I have so many freebies already and, yeah. Okay. And everything. All right, then an with, mm-hmm.
0: Okay. All right, well, then let me pull it up. And I'm fine to share my screen for this, like for mm-hmm. everyone on the internet to see it, or should it be private?
1: Everyone. One day everyone's going to everyone. subscribe to my membership. So <laughs> better <do you> than <laughs> that yeah
0: (laughs) great okay so let me share my screen all right so i've got the page pulled up password play fun accessible empower membership for visionaries playground and so hold up so before i look at this let's talk about the goal so basically right now the the goal of the business is to get more of the expensive clients and you need to nurture and then this membership is meant to nurture people to the level that they can engage you for the full package is that right
1: kinda like now I'm realizing okay. the potential of having uh of having tiers of having a okay. um let's see how I can say it the quickest as possible of having an affordable membership that is forty four dollars a month but maybe a hundred two hundred people have it and that's a good solid side income easy to maintain And then I have my one-on-one coaching clients who are part of that membership, but they receive one-on-one coaching and design with me. And now, as in with my productized services like Basecamp and Black and Playbook, now I have a base and everything else is an add-on. So that's what I want. If you want to work with me, you pay this. And then we add on design. Unless you are a Basecamp client who wants to do branding, and then it's a different thing. This playground is something I would pitch you after we work together on my packages. Does that make sense?
0: I think so. But it would only be, it wouldn't, let me just refresh my terminology memory. I don't know why I have such a hard time remembering this. Basecamp is your expensive one and Playbook is your cheaper one, right?
1: Yes, yes, that's it.
0: Okay. I, I don't think it's a reflection of bad naming, by the way. I think it's just a reflection of my bad memory. Um, So... So you're saying that if someone buys Basecamp, they would be upsold on this after, or this is primarily for upselling on Mm -hmm. Playbook people, or this is primarily for people who can't yet afford Playbook?
1: For everyone. For everyone, but it's different than Playbook. And I'm even thinking of discontinuing Playbook, because this is more sustainable. Like, I like doing Playbook, it was Mm. fun, but I think this has more potential to retain. This is like the next level, you know, the next level Playbook. Mm. I think Playbook was a way for me to see wow, okay, I love one on one. I love content strategy. I could totally work with someone for this amount of money. And now this is my way to like productize it.
0: Okay. I'm the reason I'm being the way that I am is I'm trying to think of how this ties in with like the broad goals and the trajectory. Because last we were speaking, you had booked. Several playbook clients and then several basecamp clients. And like I remember you wondering if you'd be able to fulfill a bunch of basecamp projects concurrently. Mm-hmm. And then we were talking about maximizing base camp customers as kind of the current goal. And mm-hmm. right. so so and so with this one, that's what like I'm where I'm trying having trouble reconciling it is like how does this fit in? Because it seems almost like one end game goal could be maximum base camp clients. And then another end game goal could be like, you know, maximum playground customers, but that they are kind of different focuses, but maybe they tie into each other in a way that I'm not, not hearing or something. So I guess that's the question is, has the, if you were to choose one big ass goal, it previously would have been well, kind of competition between the two, but then you chose to steer it towards Basecamp, but that was kind of me maybe mm-hmm. pushing you in a way you didn't want. Um, mm-hmm. What's, if you were to choose one big-ass goal as the primary goal that everything else is in service to, what is it? Is it getting Basecamp clients or is it getting Playground customers?
1: It's getting um, Playground members. Not customers, but members. I that the cheap $44 a month members, but getting like 200 because this is going to be very sustainable if I play my cards right, and then I can just take one base camp client per month, for example, two base camp clients per month, two coaching clients per month. And then really think about it. It's 4400 more dollars if I have a hundred people. I have 5,000 followers on Instagram. I have 700 people following my magazine. If I play my cards right, this could be very sustainable. And I am a person that loves creating freebies, loves creating group uh, challenges. Like this is something that is very sustainable for me. That's why I, I really had an epiphany. Like I know it sounds like suck, let's start everything from scratch, but it actually feels really aligned. Like it feels like I needed to try all these things out to say, wow, okay, a product-based thing that is a membership feels very sustainable.
0: Okay i'm thinking i'm thinking because like you know the dyf accelerator is a d is a product-based membership and it it does Mm -hmm. take quite a lot of work and it would be it would be very challenging to build a fresh membership community from scratch and Mm -hmm. also be like trying to because you don't have your agency streamlined yet you don't really have like Mm -hmm. productized fulfillment most of the time uh Mm -hmm. so I was kind of talking to Kim about this earlier, actually. So Kim, for the listeners, is a member of the community who has a product test agency where she has like a done with you service and she's kind of moving into a one-to-many direction with the community. But the thing is, in her case, she has clients, like she has 10 clients paying her a thousand euros a month, basically, to do the done with you service. But she's going to be selling this membership site, which is going to be 250 euros for three months. And so if she were to say, all right, I'm going all out on the, the membership site now, she would essentially like, lose a ton of revenue in favor of a product-based business and while product-based businesses do have more long-term scalability like earning earning a thousand dollars or five thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars from a product-based business like a community or a course or whatever it's like way 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 more work than earning that same money from from your consultancy so Mm, I'm, i'm down i'm down i'm down for you to go to this direction if it's like really really big thing but the thing to understand is that if the goal right now is to build a good financial base in the way that is the most efficient and takes the, the least time, I yeah. don't know that it is the membership because membership sites have churn. You have to be constantly prospecting and adding new leads to your funnel and constantly adding new value. Otherwise, people cancel the memberships. Yeah. And if you're pricing something at 40, 44 a month, it's going to be newer people. So you have a harder time getting them an ROI than someone who's already making money. So all these things being said. If this is your priority, I don't want to poo-poo it, but mm-hmm. I do want to know where like how it ties into your big picture goals.
1: Mm-hmm. It, so it is not my priority right now. Playground is a future six months from now. This is the very prototype, very one-on-one oh. prototype. Um, I'm not launching this until January. Oh. I am focusing on everything that we're oh. talking about. I'm <laughs> focusing on making Basecamp okay. uh six. 100. You're like, oh, so fuck. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. my product Yeah,
0: I am like that. <laughs> Good. Cool. So, so, so all the anxiety <laughs> is draining from my heart.
1: No, no. Um, okay. So, up,
0: like, so you're saying studio. this is your long term play?
1: Okay. Yeah, the studio, like consolidating my agency and having like a really robust agency, is my goal, and I would love in January to say, okay let's launch Playground. But for now, like I want to make those 8K months with Basecamp. That's when I know, okay, I can focus on Playground. But for now, you will see this is a one-on-one situation that I'm pitching to my retainer clients. This is only for retainer and existing clients.
0: Okay. And so if it's only for retainer and existing clients, though, that means that your actual membership revenue stands to not be very big. And I wonder if it's going to be worth your time. Like if you have 10 clients in there, you know, that's 440 bucks a month.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Well, the clients, the one-on-one service, um, that's why I have tiers. The one-on-one service is the only one that I'm offering. And the memberships start Mm. at 590. So, well, they start actually at 444.
0: Okay, cool. So I I should have just like read the page and figured out when you were going to launch this before I got all scared. So let me just take a moment no, to skim through. Scary. So basically, okay. you're saying mm-hmm. someone works you, with you for anything, and then this is like your alternative to the retainer, as you say.
1: Because I hate the word retainer. Okay. This feels more expensive. Yeah. And obviously, I build a wholesale Okay. So with that, that said.
0: <laughs> okay. So let me let me review with that in mind. And and have you? soft-pitched this idea to anyone yet or not yet?
1: Yes. One person, she's in it for November. The boss had done and everything. Okay, cool. He's moving around and, and like, I have someone for November. Like, <laughs> I've never had someone book three months in advance.
0: Okay, let me make of that. Um, and take, I'm just making a couple notes about what you said so far. Of course. So, you're saying the person who booked for November, they're going to start their their membership from november and then they'd be every month from there
1: yeah
0: okay why is it so far out do you know
1: what is far out sorry ah yeah because she's moving she's moving she just finished doing playground. she wants to playbook sorry she wants to keep working with me she wants to save up and she really wants to like harness the service which really showed me like to me maybe i'm just trying to feel really good about this but it shows me that she really sees the value in what I do. And she's like, oh, I really want to utilize this. You know, I don't want to just do it and leave it like, like a, you know. So for me, it really showed me that she got a lot of value from Playbook and that she wants to keep growing with me and prepare for it.
0: Okay, awesome. That's great feedback. Okay, so with all that said, I understand the context now, so I'll read through. Mm. And sorry, what kind of feedback did you want? Because I have a piece of feedback that's like really specific and maybe nitpicky on this, but I don't know if you want that. Yeah, that's good.
1: Any feedback you want. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Well, the idea of getting a 90 day action plan every month is a little bit confusing. Oh, to
1: no. Me. no, of course not. It Just would be. In terms of position. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe not every month with the membership. You get like you the get. steps I'm for the month or something.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm going to change instead of every month. I'm going to say with your membership, you get. Okay.
0: Um, I mean, one thought that this might actually be up here. One thought that I have is that these are these are almost like, you know, the idea of like features and benefits. These are almost like more like features versus the benefits. So it might be nice to lead with with the benefits called out. Like, and I think that that might be what this is going to be. But it seems like what what you're getting is you're essentially getting strategic planning, uh, Mm -hmm. accountability and education. So it might be nice to see, like, those three things kind of called out. And then this sort of stuff is, like, mm-hmm. the how or something.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But I,
0: even further I, than so- that, it... Oh, mm-hmm. I, maybe down here. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, what were you about pretty, to
1: say? I think these are... I think the benefits go up where it says the journey.
0: Oh. oh
1: maybe these are the yeah. benefits? Okay.
0: Yeah, it seems like it. And I think, I think the thing I would be wondering... If I were looking at this, because I'm putting myself in the shoes of your clients. So I don't know like the fact that you're gonna have playbook and base camp people both funneling into this, they mm-hmm. they kind of fundamentally care about different things and they're in different places. So if I would think if you're putting, let's say, a base camp person into this, they're already earning revenue. And so for them, they're gonna probably care about things like getting good content produced more regularly or you know, something that's gonna augment their income. Whereas the people who came from playbook they're probably going to care about getting to the point where they get their first sponsorship or whatever so it may be that they need different positioning and different landing pages but Um, i don't like do you know when you're selling this when you're selling this do you know what they care about the most like if you're pitching continuity to playbook what's the angle like what's the business impact that they care about
1: Honestly, they all want consistency. That's what my clients want. Like they want to just stay consistent and like have a roadmap. And they always ask me, like, okay, like the best feedback, the best piece of the best piece of feedback that I always get is that they feel very guided by me. Either that is, let's like I always tell them, like, okay, let's build content. Let's focus on building good quality content. Or no, you already passed that. Let's build a freebie and get people into your newsletter. Like, they always want different things. That's why my retainers are so fluid. So I feel like this has to be for someone that has been working with me for three months. Because if you just met me and we do this, okay. I agree with you. It's very um, it's very non-specific. It's like, okay, let's coach you. But people that already know the way I coach is very like, I listen to you, I pitch you a plan, and I might design it for you if you need it, you know?
0: But it sounds like the core self for both is the... The business impact is the consistency. And the way that you do that is through accountability and coaching and planning. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And yeah, super hands on, okay, so then- super like telegram, telegram voice support, sending them like a lot of resources, and a lot of like love, honestly. Like people need love when they're creating a business. And <laughs> that sounds too like it is true.
0: I don't. Yeah, I don't think it sounds too foo foo. I think Definitely. I, I as a coach could do better to be more that way. Uh, no,
1: I like your top I really need it. I would. like... <laughs> That's why I chose to be a coach. <laughs> <laughs> really, I don't want a cheerleader. Thing. So I would be interested in
0: seeing something like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the so, I'm I'm just thinking of like a little headline that I'm gonna just pull out of my ass to give <laughs> you an example. Of what I was thinking. So um, bring. Consistency. Or just consistency isn't that sexy, but whatever, I'll just write it and you can make it sexier. But bring mm-hmm. bring I because the thing is like no one cares about consistency for itself. They care about what the impact of consistency is, right? So you could momentum. say like whatever the impact is of what was that?
1: Momentum. They like the word momentum.
0: Sorry, what did hmm. gain momentum build consistency? And gain, or build consistency and momentum with dot, dot, dot. Or or like maybe the the support you need to build consistency and momentum via, Mm -hmm. I don't think you'd say the word via, but nonetheless. And then
1: one
0: would be like strategic planning. And then one would be like coaching. And one would be like education. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then we could probably use some of this tips. this I don't think is useful I
1: okay yeah I, I read it now through you could through your you list if you want to. it's a bit yeah it's a bit broad
0: yeah I would love to just see a headline that's like here's the business impact you're going to get like you're going to grow grow your social media account or whatever the thing is that paying you this money is going to result in uh, like grow your social media account and get more followers get more sponsorships do the business thing uh, yeah and then talk about like a little titch about how you support them in doing that and and then mm-hmm. they can read more that that's my opinion and i'm not like a pro copywriter but this is just something that sticks out as yeah, yeah. if you can lead by you speaking have- to business impact that'd be cool okay yeah and maybe like so it sounds like it is this is still one to many or this is one-to-one the coaching
1: one-to-one one-to-one
0: where does it vary based on the package oh okay mm-hmm. well then if it's one-to-one that definitely mm-hmm. needs to be front and center
1: Okay. Okay.
0: So, like, you'd want to say, like, the one on one support and coaching and love parentheses mm-hmm. you need to build consistency and momentum. And then, like, you wouldn't need the via really anymore. And then, maybe instead of these being like substantiation, it could be like or- just your big three sexy call outs of what's included or something.
1: Mm-hmm. I think I would put the one-on-one support and coaching and love you need to build consistency and momentum to grow a brand that aligns with your life's purpose or to grow a brand that feels like pleasure or something that is tied up to, you know, grow your brand in an enjoyable way, because that's essentially what I offer people. You want to work 20 to 30 hours a week, work with me. I can help you with that, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. But presumably some of it is that you like this stuff is gonna put more money in their pocket as well, yeah?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Of course. And that needs so to if show you it think I that, that I can you can have a job mm?
0: Yeah. I that was all I was gonna say. Is like if if this subscription is going to tie back to dollars, it would be nice to speak to that. But you would know better than me if they care more about the money or they care more about alignment with their life's purpose. But like if it were for DYF, mm-hmm. I would not be talking about life's purpose because DYF is a very different audience than your audience. I'm talking about making stacks on stacks on stacks.
1: Of course.
0: But uh but yeah, so all that said, like I think that this is great. I, I like the idea. Um, but I do think one note I would say is mm-hmm. that you don't like the word retainer, and I think that's great. I don't really like the word retainer, but I also personally, when you say something like community, membership, uh, you know, subscription, like these things kind of imply one-to-many and non-personalized service and that's not what Uh this is what you're doing is you're offering like one-on-one coaching and that to me is much higher perceived value and so when you're thinking about labels and packaging yeah that's maybe
1: Maybe i should use the word mentorship now the six months before i pitch it to like the big public in january because that is such good feedback Meant if I change here, a phone accessible and empowering mentorship for visionaries. Immediately, you say, oh, "Okay, this is a one-on-one thing." Membership could be like, oh, "I'm going to be in a group, you know, with, like in a Zoom with a bunch yeah. of people." Okay, okay, that's really, really, really the gold of today.
0: And and maybe even throw in the word one-on-one or something, because m- mentorship could still—it's a little bit nebulous mm-hmm. potentially. Like, and frankly, to add some scarcity here, maybe what you do is if. Like you think it through and say, what's the maximum number of clients you'd even want to work with for this? And you straight up say that. Say like, I work with a maximum of 10 clients. So like you're one of very few people on my radar I hear. here. Because uh, I would try to tell you you
1: It's on the pricing. You can go down. Okay. And I would also love your your advice on somewhere there. Go up a little Ooh, bit. Yeah,
0: this is very uh-huh. sexy. So yeah, this needs to be more prominent.
1: Okay. I'm saying that four clients are taking because I have one base camp and three retainers, so I cannot take more than two people.
0: Okay. Yeah, you know something I thought of doing at one point for my website? Mm -hmm. uh, Because the way I ended up finishing my consultancy was that I decided not to scale it and be a soloist and thus not working with clients. And I was thinking, I never did it because I was lazy fuck, but uh, I was thinking of like editing my homepage to have this little like calendar thingy with like, you know, looking like a calendar that you flip on your desk and it would like show... Like the spots available, like the next calendar availability and it would show like August oh, 15th that. and it'd be like it is like it's updated. Um, so maybe because the easiest way to sell stuff is is like scarcity, a reason to join now versus later. And this is like probably your most nice. compelling thing for that. So I'd love it if mm-hmm. right here in one of the big ass bullet point that's like, here's what's dope about the program. Say like, I only work with six people a time to give maximum attention Then parentheses. Only two spots are left. Or okay whatever. so
1: like, you that's would put
0: that compelling. upper yeah i i think the stuff i'd want to see above the fold is is anything that, I, I want to see the most compelling stuff so what that would mean is i want to see how it affects my business i want to see results it's brought to other people i want to see the reason why i need to join now versus tabling this like first coming back to the sales page later saying oh this is cool i'll bookmark this and look at it this weekend and then never do it uh yeah it's kind of like They say that the the goal of, like, the subject line is to get the email open. The goal of the first sentence is to get them to read the first paragraph, blah, blah, blah. Similarly, like, I think the goal of the headline on the sales page is to get people to keep scrolling. And so this Mm -hmm. thing, you want someone to be like, holy shit, I cannot, I can't just pass this by. This this has the potential to be Mm -hmm. life-changing. So that's kind of what I'm speaking to. All
1: right. So a Um, life-changing... Like first first part of the website. Okay, hero, I think you guys call it. Yeah. All right.
0: And if you, have, if you have a results-oriented testimonial for someone who you've done coaching for, I would love it if like right after this top panel, there's this big-ass mm-hmm. testimonial. You don't have one?
1: I need a results one. I actually like, I have a client that built her following from zero to 2K, super, super, super engaged audience. She launched her newsletter. She has a bunch of freebies. She's about to monetize. she's teaching yoga. like she's really geared towards what she wanted to do, and it's this one in seven months, she has brought so much alignment into her business, but I like it's really broad, um what she wrote. so I can tell mm. her like she could even do a video testimonial to be honest, because like the stuff we've been doing together, it's really amazing. Um, what do you, you think can about a video remember what I did Uh-huh
0: Video testimonial yeah, yeah. sounds dope. But remember what I did for you. I like literally wrote a yeah. testimonial that I believed you would uh, resonate with because you'd said it in various places. And I was like, Maya, do you agree with this? Can you copy and paste it and edit, send back? So what if you just like wrote the testimonial you wanted from her that you think isn't bullshit and then just run it by her, make sure she's cool with it or makes a couple edits, then, then you got it. And the reason I like mm-hmm. this is that if you know what the goal is of that testimonial... And you just hope that some client says that about you, like it leaves a lot up to chance. But if you're like, all right, I want a testimonial that says Maya's coaching and support enabled me to grow from zero to 2000 followers in a few months. And I'm on track to growing my business to six figures within a year. And like, yeah, assuming yeah, that's definitely. all true, if you just write it yourself and say, hey, do you agree with this? Like, presumably you would say yes, because you know her. And then you can have the best testimony on the world at the top of your page. Um, yeah i
1: like that but the that's a really good
0: however you approach it the goal of that testimonial is to kind of give putting proof of whatever you're saying here so if you're saying yo i coach you one-on-one and that's dope and yo uh it's going to grow your followers and it's going to make you money you kind of want that testimonial to be the the example of that having happened that's yeah that's the context
1: of that hero like i,
0: I didn't mean to get know. so deep on this i don't know if this is what you wanted to do today
1: No, yeah, for sure. I'd love your advice on a specific part. Yes, here I want your advice Mm. because I want to filter people. I know, first I want your advice on this, on the family love. It's an incentive if you are one of these clients. In the future, this is the $44 one. You get 30% discount in all blank blank page lab design and content strategy services. So someone that is in the membership for 4 months is really getting prepped and getting like their self-study part because there's no one-on-one on the $44 one. They're getting the self-study part of eventually saying, okay, I want to work with you. You know, it's like, for example, if Brennan and you offer 30% um, for everyone that's in the membership for your services, like I would consider it, you know, because I, I am learning your ways. And if I like your ways, then I will do it with you. So this is what I want. If they like my way, then it's a bit more hippie than the traditional marketing. Then these people would be really an aligned client. The people are in the membership. So this is also a way to not spend... Like everyone that I funnel into the membership, everything leads to the membership from now on until January, you know? I'm not going to have to like redirect people so much. It's mostly going to be like a huge funnel, which it makes me so happy to think about this funnel, you know? Because now it's like... (laughs) And it makes me really happy to just funnel everyone to one big place.
0: But just to clarify, you're saying that if someone became a Playground mem- member or in the future became the $44 a month member and then wanted to hire you for Basecamp, they would get 30% oh. off Basecamp?
1: Yes, because Basecamp... I think camp a bad idea.
0: Huh? I think it's a bad idea.
1: You think it's a bad idea? Personally. Okay. You think 30% is too much?
0: Yeah. So here's, here's my thought on it. And again, this is not me saying this is what you have to do. This is just my opinion. Mm-hmm. If someone joins your your cheap thing, they they love you. Like, why would someone ever they, they don't need a discount, you know? Like they took your free thing or your cheap thing and they got so much value out of it, if they go saying, okay, who should I hire for my branding? Like obviously I want to hire Maya if I can afford her. That's gonna be how they're left with that. I don't think a discount makes sense. To me, if the whole play here is to raise your effective hourly rate and get you out of trading time for money, Why the fuck would you want to offer a 30% discount? Like, to me, the discount should be given to products. So, for example, I'm about to run a promotion for the DYF Accelerator and university. Whenever someone joins the DYF Accelerator, it costs money and it costs my time. So, if I offer like really steep discounts on the accelerator, it means that, that like I have to pay more in staff costs and I have to pay more hours of my own to run this thing. And thus it kind of fights against the cost of the, the membership. Whereas, if I give somebody a discount on DYF University or give them a free course or whatever, like it doesn't really matter because I don't have to spend time to fulfill that course. So okay. similarly, I would love it if someone someone bought Basecamp. Maybe you give them a free year of membership to your forty-four dollar a month thing, or you mm-hmm. give them free that's access better. to all your courses or discounts on your courses. Like that's cool. Yeah, uh, the
1: service gets. You could do something product. like all the way around. Okay.
0: Yeah. One thing you could do that was a clever thing I stole from Joe Weeb on her copy hackers thing that I do on the accelerator. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember, but on the accelerator sales page, I have a feature, which when I saw it on Joe's thing, I was like, that's such bullshit. It's not even a feature. <laughs> but nonetheless, I took it because it was still compelling. Uh, it's that you get right of first refusal. So like I have a feature of the accelerators, you get right of first refusal for any live events we put on. And so all that's even saying is like, you get to buy a thing from me before the general public. Like, that's not that cool. You know, I'm giving you the opportunity to give me money first. But nonetheless, if your plan is to, which I think is very compelling, by the way, if your plan is to say, I only do one camp project a month, what is going to happen as you build your audience is people are going to really, 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 really want to be the one who like, quote, gets to hire you. They get to throw the money at you. And so the bonus could be like, you get the right of first refusal when on the rare occasion when spots open up. But Mm -hmm. I don't think that makes sense to say now because it's not relevant because everyone coming here already bought the thing.
1: But in the future, like, you know, bonus family love, like playground, here's first, you know, you get first dibs on every single like page services. It's like a like a huge wait list. This I had a question with you. I love that you told me this. Um, yes, <laughs> that, that I just needed to hear this from you. I was like hoping that you would tell me amazing idea, Maya, because I was excited about this one, but it is a bad idea, especially if my one goal is to have one client for Basecamp and that should be like really premium prices then. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you can still keep it vague. Like you could say you get first access to schedule availability and you get special bonuses and discounts or whatever. Like you can keep it super vague. But uh-huh. but yeah, I do think that...
1: Not 30%. Like, okay. Special bonuses. Yeah. I'm just, special bonuses for all blank page labs, design and content strategy services for now.
0: Yeah. I'm just projecting in the future, imagining the state of your agency and like how strapped for time you'll be. And I think mm-hmm. you would re- really resent if you yes. promised a 30% discount. Like you can offer a 30% discount one day if you need it, like if you're desperate to get a client, but like to promise it and irrevocably either break a promise or have to Make 30% hit. I just could see that being a recipe for resentment.
1: Yeah. Well, the thing, and this is like evil, maybe, but maybe let's just call it marketing. Who knows my prices, you know? If I'm saying 30% off, how do you not know that like, you know, like I could just like say higher price or like I could just add 30% and then remove it, which is what I often do when I quote something, you know. You just like do a discount. I do referral discounts and then I pump up a little bit the price and then I remove. So I don't know if maybe like the wording still sucks. Like you get 30% discounts, people are going to be like, oh, she's cheapening her service or if it's an incentive. Because since it's not going to be anywhere just played since it's a one-on-one a, like service um, and it's more like I send you a deck and you know the prices or more like per project Then I don't know if the 30 like. How would they know, you know? I don't know. What do you think about that? Well, Bre-
0: Brendan has this thing he says where he talks about how like courses or sorry, sales, sales cannibalize future sale. Sorry, discounts cannibalize future sales. And I think about it with like a company like Udemy, for example. I have never and will never pay full price for courses on Udemy because I know that the air quotes real price is bullshit and that they are always running some like 90 percent percent off sale. And so I, yeah. my perception of what a Udemy course should cost is the sale price. And they really shot themselves in the foot here because now anyone who's followed Udemy as an engaged customer for a long time feels lied to and feels like the sale price is what they should actually pay. And so to me, if you are kind of like artificially inflating prices just to discount them, it kind of erodes trust with your audience. So I'd much rather see no discounts ever and building yeah building urgency with like bonuses like you can bundle a bonus for example like if i wanted to easily sell subscriptions to this i could give a free call you can you can do that kind of thing you give a free Mm -hmm. content audit give free other things or give free products like that's the kind of stuff that does add urgency and scarcity and value without without fake discounts and if you ever want to run a discount then the people who actually are paying attention they know that this is legit they know that you're not just bullshitting and that this is a real discount that they need to take seriously. So this is just my opinion. Like,
1: no, no, no. And it's then so, also it's just so
0: from your yeah.
1: Because I've never so given a third. Before 30% we go, just clarify anything. hmm Tell me.
0: Oh, uh, sorry. We've still got a little bit of a delay, so sorry to talk over you.
1: No, no. You go. You go um,
0: So, so in terms of how things have been going, just to quickly connect before we go, because we have just a few minutes before I have to bounce. So I want to connect with you real quick about your goals and homework and stuff like that so how as i understand you've been booked up like have you been getting new leads coming in that you've been booking for future projects or what's the because it's been like a week and a half since we talked what's what's the lead flow looking like for you right now so hello maya you cut out for a second so we're just gonna reshoot this bit hopefully you the listener don't find this jarring so maya i was just asking you for updates on the lead gen stuff and then we're gonna do some like goals and whatnot so you said uh, you had a few leads come in, got a few confirmed clients. Can you just re-say that bit again?
1: hmm So new leads confirmed for August. It's a photographer client that wants to do playground, which is my two-week intensive. A strategist that wants to do Basecamp. And a Playground, not Playbook. Sorry, Playbook. I need to change the names. <laughs> content <laughs> let's call it content strategy. I'm <laughs> calling it content strategy. One that wants to do content strategy, the other one that wants to do brand identity, and a retainer client that wants to continue working with me through August and September. Those are my leads. Cool. I had an unqualified lead because she was asking me for a discount, and I was like, bye, girl. And um, <laughs> that's it. Those are my four
0: people. And and they have paid deposits or they're still in the lead phase, need to confirm?
1: No deposits. The they okay. all so are they're they're booked clients. for August. Yeah, the three of them are deposits and the one that wasn't qualified, of course not.
0: And so are you fully booked for August now or are you still going to want to take on more clients for August?
1: No, I'm fully. I actually wasn't going to take the last, the photographer I wanted to tell her for September, but she's doing a like photography book and I was really excited. So I Mm. (laughs) just invited her in because it's just for two weeks that we're going to be working together. So,
0: Okay. So you're booked out. it sounds like about a month and a half two months are you still doing the five hours a week of legion or have you scaled that back
1: yeah no i'm i'm very much so doing it and i'm doing it through instagram and i started something that is like a client like a wall of client love you know every two weeks where Mm. i shout out all my clients and i say these are the wins kind of like how you do it that was really successful because i think i work with really cool amazing people so you know people can see like can click on the profiles and they're like oh wow you know this is a guy that has a restaurant it's not only like girls that are you know yoga teachers so that was that was really successful
0: and and so do you feel like your lead flow is staying pretty steady like you're getting as many people hitting you up or more uh for those five hours as you were before okay great absolutely so so then yeah lead flow is looking good i want to recalculate ehr at some effective hourly rate at some point based on that i'm just trying to think of like what so this this uh, playground build out, this recurring revenue thing, I think it's cool. I'm just trying to think of like, given what I know about your goals and next steps and stuff, what makes sense as your homework. If you're imagining, so your business has these several next phases. The distant mm-hmm. next phase is that you want to you want to launch your community, have that recurring revenue, take on one Basecamp client. But the, the thing that kind of goes up in my mind, which we don't really have time to dig into it today, but... What goes up in my mind is that if that's your goal, your goal is to only take on one client a month, then why even target an agency? You know, like it, the kind of the, the quote point of an agency is to get more leverage and scalability through staff. But if you're only doing one project a month, presumably you're happy to kind of just do that yourself. Yeah. Uh, so I guess like my question is for your agency goals, what, what is the agency goal? Is it that you would do one base camp and it's just yourself, but then you do more of the productized stuff and that's fulfilled by staff or what, I guess, yeah, my question is just like, what are you working towards on the agency front now? What is the the goal there? The big goal?
1: My goal now is to work until September, October with the clients that I have build a really cool portfolio, which I have, but really like start doing more case study and not only in the image part, but also on the On the video part, build case studies, robust, robust case studies so I can raise my prices when I launch my membership, premium service working with me. You have all my work that you can see and reflect on, and then I take one client. And it can be a client that wants to build the whole thing, you know, but they have to be a really aligned, good client for me to say, okay, I'm going to step out of like my community hat and go into like Studio Maya because I love this project. That's my goal right so, now.
0: And so it sounds like you don't really want an agency then. Like what well, because what if you had an agency, what would your staff even be doing?
1: No, I have my designer Anna, which I haven't updated. You she's amazing. She's been really like taking on clients' calls with me. And she's been giving ideas to clients. My clients are asking Anna questions, which for me has been one of the most like the happiest moments of my growth in business. So I think with her, I'm fine on the studio side and we can work together six months until I launch the membership. And I don't know if she wants to be my right hand for the membership. Um, But I really have a feeling that my membership is going to be very low maintenance, as it is my studio. And I know you're looking at me and you're like, girl, no, but I really have a feeling.
0: No, not um, necessarily. Yeah, I'm and- not saying you can't do it. What I'm... I'm wondering more is like what you will do if that's the case, what you would do with your time, what the business would look like.
1: hmm Yeah, honestly, just spend more time writing my books and just, you know, doing my project and building my magazine, which is what I want to do. Like, this is a way to productize and gain back my time, still have my audience. So when I launch my books, they're there, you know, it's my people. And I wanna build a platform that has no notifications, no one can tag anyone. It's a resource. It's the library. You go in there, you get twice a month, like an email that says what's new on Playbook and Playground, sorry, but it's not a social space. It's actually the contrary. It's a thing for people to go and say, oh, okay, I'm going to just play around. You know, I'm going to, I don't want to see any red buttons. I don't want anyone to tag me. Like just to think about something like that makes me really happy. It makes me. I want to build something that I'm excited to show up to every day. So that's that.
0: Okay, so basically, then, what I'm getting is that the the role of the agency in your grand business vision and life is essentially short term role, just pay the bills, long term role, and and fuel your soul a little bit, but Mm -hmm. also mostly be like an experimentation ground on the basis for building courses Mm -hmm. and building an audience. That's basically Mm -hmm. the role, right? Absolutely. Okay, then what I'm thinking is that. The thing that's going to benefit you in all these different directions, whether it's the courses or the one agency client or the membership or the whatever, 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 is going to be like probably just kind of going more into this audience building lead gen kind of perspective and stuff. And so given that you're booked out with clients and stuff, we don't have enough time for me to really go deep into this. But that's kind of, I think, our next focus. I um, What was that?
1: Next week. Next week we'll have time.
0: Yeah we've got the delay again, damn it. But uh, the, the my fir- basically my first priority with you was get your take-home pay higher because mm-hmm. you had the, the potential to get leads. And so I think what would be maybe smart for right now is to keep doing the lead gen that you're doing, but keep raising your rates. Like I think I challenged you a couple of weeks ago to essentially double your rates and I wanted to ask how that went.
1: Mm, not double, but put a little bit more. It worked Um, with one client, with the bundle, remember? Um, my, yeah, bundle the client, bundle. Okay. my bundle client was amazing. You know, this second bundle client was amazing and it's essentially just one more meeting, you know, and, and one more week of support and like, but, but it worked like now I'm at 2.6 K for, um, base camp. And when we started working together, it was two K two, 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 two. So I think it's a lot like, um, I want to keep raising it, but yeah, what? Like three months, two months. And I raised it a lot. And I've never had anyone deny yeah. it. And I've out in advance like, you
0: know. <laughs> Yeah. Well, my thought is that we should have you keep raising it until your effective hourly rate can be really high. But okay. because like, here's what I'm thinking. The short term goal was get you some cash, get you not broke, get you like feeling like you have a safety net and stuff. And then the next goal is doing more lead gen. But given that your whole hook is always going to be very limited client service, like the more lead gen you do, the more demand you have and less you can actually supply and thus the more you can charge. So mm-hmm. I guess I don't really have a good homework assignment for you for this next week, but I would say one is this. You said your mic arrives soon. You've been talking to your sex coach client and stuff. I think Mm -hmm. getting that case study squared away, getting that testimonial, potentially writing it and asking for approval, I mentioned that would be a good asset. Maybe like just start getting your head in the space of, okay, the next step is probably going to be doing more proper marketing-y stuff on top of Instagram to get more scale and leverage. Uh, and so maybe that's what we'll chat about next week.
1: Testimonials and scale. I'm going to put that yeah. like that.
0: But I don't have a good homework assignment for you for this just cuz
1: No, that's good. Right. I can workshop it on my own. Testimonials, scale, marketing, you know, like I I know where we're going, I think next week.
0: So. Yeah. And the case study interview hopefully soon. I didn't get an update there, but doing that case study interview with the sex educator, sex coach, okay. educator, whatever. Uh that would be With my soon. sex coach. <laughs> <laughs> The oh. the tea, yeah <laughs> you guys listening missed that in the community the chat <laughs> summary said it was Maya's sex coach uh okay so <laughs> anything else before we go or should I do the little outro
1: no you can do it thank you so much for going over time for me again I, I am so happy with this session it was it, no worries. The it's great updates.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so then we will do our little outro so dear listener if you enjoyed this, please like, subscribe, leave good reviews, do all those things. And as a reminder, if you join the DYF Accelerator, your membership includes access to weekly one-on-one office hours, which is live coaching with me, just like this. 20 minutes each week, and you can come to masterminds and things like that. You also get an access to the vault of past office hours, masterminds, and whatnot. You can learn more at dyf.link community. If you want to learn about Maya's business or follow Maya on the interwebs, you can check her out on Instagram at at Maya Ben, which is M-A-I-A-B-E-N, Maya Ben, like boy, Maya Ben, uh, or her website, blankpagelab.io. So Maya, great to see you as always. And uh, listener, great to talk to you one direction. See you guys.
1: Thank you.